the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, welcome back as we head into Hour 2 on this Open Lines Friday. Anything on your mind? Anything you're seeing out there? Anything uh, you want to talk about, politics or otherwise? 602-508-0960. in the alternate cadence. I was... I was reading um, a really interesting piece in the Wall Street Journal by Kim Strassel about uh, it's titled Georgia Exposes the Jim Crow 2.0 Lie. You know what she's talking about. Uh, Georgia was where the Democrats, Joe Biden and the Democrats went to ground zero in Georgia. That was their ground zero to try and federalize uh, election laws earlier this year. Uh, that became the mantra that if we don't go along with their federalization of election laws, it would be Jim Crow 2.0 because voter suppression. It was a big Republican white conspiracy to keep blacks from voting, which is attached to the whole notion. Stacey Abrams thought she still thinks she actually won four years ago and that she should be running for reelection, not election. This was when Joe Biden gave the speech that if you don't support his plan, uh, you would be standing uh, with, as modern Republicans do, uh, the part, uh, Jefferson Davis, George Wallace, and uh, Bull Connor, all, of course, of whom were Democrats. One of the most um, disgusting uh, revisions of history by anyone and one of the most disgusting things uh, said by a president of the United States, bringing back those names and attaching them to his opponents for not going along with a, um, a federalization of election law, which is debatable on its merits. But Jim Crow 2.0 and Kim Strassel did some interesting journalist work uh, showing that even with early voting that's taking place, uh, having not passed Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi's scheme with early voting taking place, even in Georgia, they're breaking records. They're breaking records. So, you know, the suppression isn't there. And it just dawned on me thought experiment it just dawned on me that um how, who would know that if they didn't read kim strassel in the wall street journal the wall street journal costs about i don't know about 80 90 bucks a year for a subscription so it's one of the more expensive newspapers understandably but with all the money that um all the money that wealthy donors put towards different projects and different campaigns. I mean, gobs of money they spend on stuff, just gobs. What would it what what would the value be of one or two or five of them getting together and buying a Wall Street Journal subscription for every adult in America? How many adults in America are we talking about? 18 years and over. I don't know, about 200 million or so. It wouldn't be that much or that hard, given some of the donations many of these foundations 
individual family foundations and individual wealthy people give. I just wonder if that might something like an idea like that might change the landscape landscape a bit. Everyone has uh, been saturated with all kinds of fundings for new websites and stuff like that. But what if you just gave a free subscription to everyone in America? They might like it. It ends up they might actually like it, the people who get it, that didn't know these kinds of stories existed, that this was the actual truth instead of the truth that because of Republican opposition, we have Jim Crow 2.0 and election suppression in a state like Georgia, they would see, wait, because of or irrelevant to Republican opposition, we don't have voter suppression in Georgia. The narrative that Joe Biden is perpetrating is wrong. It's just factually wrong. It's just something I was thinking about in context of what the media gets away with and in context of my monologue from the previous hour, where it's talking about these retired journalists in Arizona who um, held a rally at the Cronkite School uh, two days ago at ASU to, you know, condemn you know, Republicans and misinformation from Republicans and the racism of Republicans and the attacks they feel for their industry and their fear of censorship if Republicans take power, you know, like the kind of censorship that the New York Post faced or that anyone like me or you faces on social media. I guess that kind of censorship, the kind of censorship which has, when Republicans were in power, seen uh, a flowing and flowering expansion of speech. I mean, really, think about it. Have you ever seen more left-wing speech and noxious speech at that? Probably, in some contexts, censorable speech at that than when Donald Trump was president. Have you ever seen more left-wing Marxist speech? Have you ever seen more socialists running proudly and getting elected? And anyway, I'm just fascinated by the world these people live in um, and try and create in some kind of nightmarish depravity they 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 wish upon us in some kind of dystopia that we don't want we have never argued for or exists i didn't add this into my uh, monologue just to save some time but one of these former journalists said at the rally quote when we have candidates at the top of the ballot who take their marching orders from someone who kept copies of hitler's speeches in the drawer beside his bed i thought what 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 we have people at the top of the ticket in the Republican Party who take marching orders from someone who kept copies of Hitler's speeches in the drawer besides his bed. So I did a little searching as to what the heck she's talking about. Bill, have you ever heard that? That's a hell of a charge that that, 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 that leaders at the top of a ticket are taking marching orders from someone who has uh, copies of Hitler's speeches in their bed or in their bedroom uh, or anywhere in their house. And I did a look and, you know, I I figured, well, they must be talking about Trump. First of all, I don't know who at the top of the ticket is taking any marching orders from Donald Trump. I I don't even know what that means. I don't have any clue what that means. You have to say this. You have to say that. You have to support this policy. You have to support that policy. No idea what that means. But, okay, this is a journalist who's talking to us about, you know, misinformation and disinformation. So I, I, I found where this came from. Bill, you'll find this interesting. I think you will. Story that Trump kept a book of Hitler's speeches by his bed. Really? 
I mean, I I wrote a book on Trump, and I didn't. I never came across anything like that. Went through a lot of the I, the first time I ever heard it. Well, there is a story about it. It's from 30 years ago in a Vanity Fair article. Vanity Fair article, you know, all the news that's fit to print, Vanity Fair. Um, and it comes from an interview that Ivana Trump, Trump's ex-wife, told her lawyer in the divorce proceedings. So I don't know how many levels of hearsay we're at here, but it's... Donald Trump's ex-wife telling her lawyer in the divorce proceedings 30 years ago. Nothing that was ever at issue of a divorce, nothing that ever went much further than that. I suppose when you're looking for anything, you will say anything. I suppose. But if that's the kind of journalism these journalists are telling us we need to respect, I want no part of it. I want no part of it. That 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 innuendo took place in a divorce proceeding over 30 years ago and well before, by the way, well before Democrats threw themselves all over Donald Trump asking for his endorsement and money. So that story evidently existed and bothered them not at all. You look at all the money Donald Trump showered on Democratic candidates who went calling to him and calling on him. That's the kind of journalism we're supposed to respect, people who just throw the worst names around in history and try and attach them to an American president. Shame on them. There's an old book, Why People Don't Blush Anymore. Why don't people have shame anymore? One of my favorite lines uh, from uh, the rabbi who was, uh, who was famous for marching with Martin Luther King was, the worst form of shame is having none. They have none of it. So they throw these wild things around with no accountability, projecting and gaslighting as if we're the problem and as if we're going to cause them the problem. Yeah, right, right. They just perpetrate mistruths to a level of political, I think, felonious political speech, not not legally felonious speech, but equivalent to a felony in in its inaccuracy and in its innuendo and in its racial aggravation and they and and they want us to think they're the civil ones they want us to think we should listen to them that they are the ones that want to maintain civility here while they loosely throw around attributions to adolf hitler yeah the worst form of shame is having none and we can't even say shame on you anymore because it doesn't mean a thing to them just doesn't Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. That's Someday by Frank Sinatra. Hey, Bill, would you add a song to our bumper? No, it's too Dolores. Never mind. I was talking with someone about the songwriter Joe Raposo the other day. Interesting songwriter. He, um, Many of you probably know. You can go out with this if you want. Sing by the Carpenters just once. Just go out with it, okay? We won't add it for the regular. Sing by the Carpenters, written by Joe Raposo. Um, I was talking with someone about Joe Raposo the other day. He, Frank Sinatra said he was one of his favorite songwriters. Uh, Joe Raposo wrote the song Sing for the Carpenters, but he also wrote some other interesting stuff. Um, he wrote uh, It's Not Easy Being Green, which many of you know from Sesame Street, but Frank Sinatra did an amazing recording of. That's not 
He wrote the theme song to Three's Company. Anyway, C is for Cookie, <laughs> you may remember. Anyway, I was just uh, just uh, thinking about that. Had a caller on the line who dropped off, wanted my uh, opinion on the uh, – looked like he wanted to talk about uh, the Steve Bannon uh, sentencing today. I addressed it briefly in my monologue. Um, it, it's, a, um, it's a crying shame the, that we have to politicize uh, – Politics, excuse me, criminalize politics and politicize crime. That's how I wanted to put it. Politicize politics and criminalize, politicize crime and politicize. Let me do it. Let me start over. Friday late afternoon. Sorry. Criminalize politics and politicize crime. It's a shame that that's what we've come to. Um, but I'm not surprised. That was the point of my monologue. I, I, this is this is what socialists do. They do criminalize politics, just as they use the abuse of psychiatry for political or ideological ends, just as they engage in censorship, just as they engage in the weaponization of language by group defamation of the opposition party. Uh, this, This is what they do. This is no surprise to me. I I could have seen this coming, and anyone could have seen this coming, miles and miles away. And this will be the story. The story will be that Steve Bannon was sentenced to four months for violating the rules of – or for not uh, obeying the subpoena of the January 6th committee. What will not be the story and what, you know, will not be told by most of the media is that the minority leader of the House of Representatives, Kevin McCarthy, nominated people to sit on this committee that Nancy Pelosi created, the January 6th committee, and she nixed all of them. She vetoed all of them, all of them. She would not let Kevin McCarthy, her Republican counterpart in the House, name members to the select committee, which is the standard and standing practice. Instead, she chose so that she could have the gloss of bipartisanship to Republicans who she knew would be supportive of the purposes and ends of the committee. Kinzinger and Cheney, Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney. Um, That's how far down you had to reach. Certainly people knew who Liz Cheney was. Why did they know who Liz Cheney was? Because Democrats had spent decades lambasting the Cheneys until they could find them being useful to their ends and their purposes. Kinsinger, I'd never heard of until this moment, really, until the impeachment. But, 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 the Speaker of the House controlled this entire committee, and um, and, and, and when, it, so we didn't even get, really, to the issue of contempt of Congress. Do you know Eric Holder is the only Attorney General to ever be cited with contempt of Congress, he didn't get sentenced to four months in jail, and I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. This is what socialists do. It's not just that Republicans are always the away team. It's not just that there's two rules to be expected. It's that they play a game that they accuse us of playing. And they play it really well. They play it really well. So they will not tell you in the stories in print tomorrow. They will not tell you in the stories in print tomorrow that 
Nancy, this was an entirely Nancy Pelosi created and staffed committee. They will not tell you that Nancy Pelosi was in charge of security on the House uh, uh, of the House of Representatives on January 6th. And they will not tell you that this committee did not subpoena Nancy Pelosi to testify. Or the, uh, yeah, did not, did not, did not, did not ask the person who is accused of having thwarted requests for extra security that day. They will not tell you that she was not asked by this committee to explain why she was wired up and mic'd up and camered up for HBO for a documentary to take place on that day. Obviously, plans in place long before that day took place. They will not tell you that she was not called to appear before that committee. That will just not be part of the news. Because this committee has one goal, one goal, and it's to criminalize politics and to change an election yet again, yet again, all in the name. (laughs) This is so ironic. All in the name of them saying about themselves that they were trying to investigate the first disruption of a peaceful transfer of power on January 6th. I'll tell you something else the papers won't tell you. January 6th wasn't a transfer of power day. It was a vote counting day. It was an electoral vote counting day. The transfer of power day was January 20th. Inauguration day always is. I don't know how they can take what's always and now apply it to January 6th. I do know how because of the criminalization of politics and the politicalization of crime. That's how they do it. Because this notion of standing up on January 6th to question the validity of electoral college counts was not invented on January 6th, 2020. In fact, anyone who watches Michael Moore's film Fahrenheit 911 will see that Democrats were cheered, celebrated for doing the same exact thing to George W. Bush's election in 2000. Barbara Boxer perhaps one of the most famous Democrats to ever serve in the Senate. The year of the woman is what brought her in and all that in 1992, I guess it was, wasn't it? Um, Barbara Boxer got 30 other House members, Democrats, to challenge the Ohio delegate count in 2004 in George W. Bush's re-election. This wasn't invented by Republicans on January 20th. The Democrats have been doing it for years, for years. And it was never called a big lie. Heroes were made of these people. I'm Seth Leibson, 602-5080-960. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show. As inflation rises and your dollars are stretched thinner, more people are considering a reverse mortgage. I'm here to showcase Bingo Reverse Mortgage and share how their trusted team can take some of the guesswork out of it and the benefits to you. Bottom line, a reverse mortgage allows you to convert equity in your home into cash or to purchase a home. To qualify, you must be a homeowner at least 55 years old and have sufficient equity in your home. A reverse mortgage can be your ace in the hole when it comes to actually retiring instead of dreaming of retirement. Fact is, most Americans won't be able to retire. Bingo Reverse Mortgage is saving the American retirement. Get the safety net you deserve. Call the incredible bingo team at 928-277-4433. 
7-6. That's 928-277-4476. Or visit BingoReverseMortgage.com. BingoReverseMortgage.com. Tell them I sent you and get a free appraisal, reimbursed to closing, a $1,000 value. Another veteran-owned and staffed company. Howard is in Phoenix. Hello, Howard. Hi, Seth. You know, I, this is the second time I talked to you. The first time I talked to you, I was crying. So here, <laughs> needless to say, isn't it, was it you that said it? Or I listened to so many of these shows. All they do is exploit the culture. They're culture warriors. And we don't do that. As Republicans, we don't do any of that stuff. And that's what, that's how they promote their end game, so to speak. And they've been doing this forever, like you said, for years. When we what do, is- when we do, you have an important message here, Howard. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm reading you wrong, but when we do, we win. Reagan, Trump, DeSantis—they all took on the culture. They all did. No, no, I agree. And I, when I, they, I, so I think we, I think too many Republicans are afraid of it. Right? Was it you that said that a couple weeks ago? Uh, if I, I, I don't know if it was or wasn't. It's something I talk about a lot, though. I, I, I do talk a lot about it. It may or may not have been me, but um, I, I certainly agree with it. I certainly have talked a lot about it for years. Uh, cultural conservatism is the heart and beat of not only conservatism, the Republican Party. The Republican Party was founded on cultural political issues. Um, its very first its very first platform in 1856 said we stand against the twin relics of barbarism, twin relics of barbarism, slavery and polygamy or bigamy. That's that's family values, man. That's family values. The party was founded well, on cultural they, issues. They don't want us. They don't want to have God. They don't want to have anything. There's no I, God. I get it. No. I get it. Yeah. No. It, 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 we're going crazy. This country's gone crazy. I never thought I'd live. I'm 70 years old. I'm, I'm living in my car. I can't even come to your hoot nanny because I don't even have a $5 bill to get in there on Sunday. I mean, it, it's a mess. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll give you one, Howard. Well, thank you. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, just don't call it a hootenanny. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, well, I, we're having a great event, and uh, I'm happy to give you a ticket. If you hold the line, I, uh, I, a hootenanny, I had to look it up. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of know what you mean. It says it's an informal gathering with folk music and sometimes dancing. You don't want, you don't want me singing folk music and Mike Gallagher dancing. No, but you knew what I, I meant. do. I do. It's a confab. If you hold, we'll uh, we'll give you a we'll give you one of those tickets, Howard. I'm happy Thanks. to do so. It's a great event. It'll be this Sunday. We'll be selling tickets all weekend at 960thepatriot.com. For those of you that uh, don't have a ticket and do want to show show up, um, I will um, I will look forward to seeing you there along with Charlie Kirk, Brandon Tatum, Mike Gallagher. Uh, Blake Masters, uh, Rachel Mitchell, others will be there. It's going to be a great event. It's Sunday afternoon, this Sunday. You'll be home in time for dinner. Uh, and um, tickets are as low as $5. 960thepatriot.com is where to go to get those tickets. That's what Howard was talking about. Yeah, we're not we're not afraid. I, we should not be afraid of the cultural issues. The culture matters most. Bill Clinton understood that. Cultural issues matter most. How do I know he understood that? Because that's the title of a book Ben Wattenberg wrote. Uh, ben Wattenberg uh, was at the American Enterprise Institute in the 90s, I guess. And um, and he uh, he wrote a book called Culture Matters Most, or something very close to that. Culture is what matters most, something like that. 
And Bill Clinton called him one night at home to have like a three-hour conversation with him. Bill Clinton understood it. I think Trump understood it. I think DeSantis understood it. And clearly Ronald Reagan understood it. When we understand the culture, that it's the stuff of what we breathe and how we do and how our children are reared and raised, it's really the first part, the very first part of Aristotle's politics is a debate about how we discuss the relationship of the culture to the political community we are trying to create. It's not novel. It's just forgotten and feared by too many Republicans. Well, not here. Not here. Welcome back to the Seth Leapson Show. Now we have a hoot nanny. Now we got folk music and dancing. If you're worried about stock market volatility, I'd like you to check out an investment in a portfolio with a great rate of return and no correlation to the stock market. Our friends and show sponsors at Y Refi are offering up an investment in a secure and collateralized portfolio with an up to 10.25% return for investors. And the investment can be a joint investment. It can be in an IRA, in a trust. It can be an individual investment. Why Refi is a due diligence approved firm. It's made up of really great guys. I know them well. And they do well by doing good for others. And you can be a part of that. InvestYRefi.com. Check them out. InvestYRefi.com. Or give them a call at 855-316-3087. That's 855-316-3087. You'll never get a sales pitch. Doug is in Maricopa. Hello, Doug. Hey Seth, How great are you? show. Thank you. I'm I'm doing great. Where you been? I am. Well, it's a long story. I conjured and... you up because I thought of you <laughs> on the way to the show today. I literally did. I was thinking of callers I hadn't heard great. from in a while. Oh yeah. Well, it is. It, it's an epic story about uh, we had to. It's a story about um, life, and uh, my daughter had problem pregnancy. We spent the last two years helping her and her little daughter being born against the will of the hospital. So it's quite an epic well, story. God bless but, you. Uh, I know how committed God yeah. bless you. I know how committed you are to that issue. So bless you. Yep. Bless yep. you. We put our life on hold and we have this gorgeous little granddaughter now. So bless it was you. a good trade. Bless you, yeah. Doug. Bless you. But let me let me say how glad I am that you talked about the um, the wise and saged uh, reporters who brought up the fact that uh, Trump must be some sort of fascist because he might have some speeches of Hitler in there. And I wanted to go over a list of things that I had no idea were polluting my mind. Yes, right, um, right, I, I, right, right. I, also I, that, yeah. also that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I, have read, uh, I have read many things that have obviously made me a, a, just a terrible thing. I've listened to a 26-hour college uh, course on the Mongols, which makes me a butcherous horde, I guess. Of course it does, have, yes. Oh, my God, I have read the writings of Calhoun to try to understand, which makes me a slaveholder yep. of some sort. Yeah, of course. Obviously. Yeah. I have read many of the writings of Woodrow Wilson, which makes me a socialist yep. and also a racist. Yes, yes, of course I it am, does, yes. I, I, I have read the Communist Manifesto a number of times, yes. which makes me a communist yes. lover. Yes, yes, yes. I Heaven forfend if it were in your bedroom. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I have read Rules for Radicals. Oh, yeah. You're an Alinskyite, all right. Yeah, that's what I think of you. Absolutely. I've read both books by uh, Obama, yeah. which makes me an Obama lover. Yeah. 
and I could go on and if oh, it's I, by I the way, friends. if it's even true, yeah. I mean, this was like four part yeah. hearsay. Well, of course, what his ex wife said to her, her divorce attorney thirty years ago, printed in Vanity Fair magazine. Of course, that's it's, the evidence. It's such an abstraction. And no one, no one, no one who uh, who knows anything about a divorce no. would ever hear something said extreme or no. untrue in a divorce no. proceeding about their ex. I've never right. heard of such. No, thing. no, it never would never be. Never, never. No. By the way, I would like to confess right now that I do have writings from Hitler uh, because it's a study of how you can convert and use somewhat skirt normality and pervert the human soul. Yeah, I have, but I have, I have them, mine. I have an English translation of Mein Kampf in my uh, yeah, in my study yeah. I, I, or my whatever I my home knew office. There was a yeah. dark side yeah. to you. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah, you you, oh, you knew I was yeah. you knew I was a Third Reich supporter, didn't you? Yeah. Yes. I mean that kind of. This is where I go back to what I have I've quoted here before years ago. One of my father's sayings is that. You have to be really highly educated yep. be that, to be that stupid, yeah. because that kind of stupid just don't come natural. I and know. Uh, to me, I know it, it, you have to be really indoctrinated to think so shallowly. You know. By the way, um, I could go on, and I'm sure you could too. And any good person who researches and reasons has. Uh, all kinds of literature and articles on both sides so that we can understand and reason. But it, um, it's obviously because the woke will not read anything except the very shallowest and most modern thinking. Yeah. Uh, the idea that you would research any of that just is beyond them. Uh, yeah. And all the while at a rally where they're talking to us about the dangers of, you know, the dangers of censorship and uh, attacks on the media. You know, I just yeah. the, it's 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 more than projection. It's more than gaslighting. I, I don't know what it is, though. I don't have the quite right word for it, Doug. Maybe you can think on it over the weekend and tell me what the right phrase for this is. It's a version of. You know what they're up to when they're accusing you of it, sure. But I need a better phrase for it. I bet there's a, uh-oh, there might be a German word for it. Uh-oh, no, be careful. Yeah. Or a Russian one. There yeah. might be a Russian one. Be there very careful. There might be a Russian and German word for yes. that. Yes, yes, yes. Be careful, my Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, Pravda. Pravda comes pretty close. Uh, the Soviet version of what they called truth. Um, I guess that's what these Pravdovniks are trying to perpetuate on us. That's what it is. Well, the the left takes things and perverts it to its own means. That's why Russia had um, show trials. They had plenty of justice, but it was all contained in the fact that you they trumped up charges and you were convicted according to the will of the state. Yeah, it was the politicalization and, of crime and the criminalization of politics. And it came with it the abuse of psychiatry. Exactly. You were you were thought mentally ill if you thought the wrong way. That's why you got, you know, that's why you had uh, gulag. That's why you had uh, mental institutions filled with uh, political opponents. Um, it's wrong yep. think. Wrong think it's is, yeah. Wrong think. Yeah, that's, that's and what, we got to stop being uh, impressed with the education because one of the things is, is that the Soviet Union during its day had more PhDs per capita than any country in the world for decades. You, you know who has a PhD and, from the Soviet Union's university system? 
Who's that? The head of the Palestinian Authority, Mahmoud Abbas. His dissertation was on denial of the Holocaust. That's what you get with this kind there of agent. There you go. That's exactly what you right. get. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can educate a man in the mind, and you can educate a man in the morals. And if you don't do the latter and only do the former, as Teddy Roosevelt said, you will educate a menace to society. Education without morality, unguided, can make you a monster. Himmler was one of the most respected yep. doctors of his day. Yep. Exactly right. Exactly so, right. Yep. Thank you. Eichmann. Eichmann. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, Doug. Bless you. I'm Seth. I'll be right back. Quick correction. I, I said Eichmann and I meant uh, Joe Mengele, Joseph Mengele. I'll tell you why I said Eichmann, though, uh, with Doug. Um, it was Mengele who was the physician. Uh, I said Eichmann because when Doug was talking, there's a famous quote I sometimes use, uh, and it involves the name Eichmann having to do with the topic Doug and I were talking about. Um, it goes right to it. Uh, it's one of the most request, requested uh, quotes I, I um I am asked for when I say it on air, and it, it, it's on point. Um, it was um, put uh, put in a letter to an educational psychologist uh, in the seventies, nineteen seventy. Um, Heim Gennat. He was he was one of these early well known child psychologists, and uh, he put in his book um, this letter, and uh, I'll read it to you talking about Doug's point about educating in the mind and not the morals. This teacher writes, I'm a survivor of a concentration camp. My eyes saw what no person should witness. Gas chambers built by learned engineers. Children poisoned by educated physicians. Infants killed by trained nurses. Women and babies shot by high school and college graduates. So I'm suspicious of education. My request is this. Help your children become human. Your efforts must never produce learned monsters, skilled psychopaths, or educated Eichmanns. Reading, writing, and arithmetic are important only if they serve to make our children more human. Uh, that, that, that's the essence. That's the essence of what Doug was talking about. Think about that, too, with what we're teaching children today and what we're doing to them with the racialization and the sexualization of them. Um, yes, we will uh, look forward to seeing you Sunday, those of you who are going, delighted to be able to give a ticket to that caller. Uh, I'll give one more pair away. I'll give a pair of uh, premium seats away uh, one more time here. I'll do it right now. Next caller will give you a pair of tickets to our Sunday event this uh, this uh, this Sunday afternoon in Scottsdale. You'll be home for dinner. But we're bringing in Brandon Tatum, Mike Gallagher, Charlie Kirk. I'll be there, Blake Masters, Rachel Mitchell, some others. It's going to be a fantastic event. We will be selling uh, tickets on our website up until the uh, up until the event, 960thepatriot.com. Um, how wonderful it is, the psalmist says, how wonderful it is when brethren sit in unity together. I'm looking forward to doing that with you all on Sunday, and uh, we have a whole other hour coming right up. Josh Hammer from Newsweek will join us. Don't go away. Look forward to seeing you uh, in about hmm, five minutes. Be right back.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.